One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hey guys, how is everyone doing? Welcome back to another episode of Get Your Act Together. <laughs> Get, Get Your, your act, act Together. That's a good one. I like it. You like that one this week? Yeah. It will all be very, very clear later on in the episode who we're referring to. Maybe you know someone in your life who needs to get their act together. Mm. Let them know. Look at your neighbour and say, get your act together. Trust me. <laughs> How about look, sometimes we even need to look in the mirror. And be like, yeah. Some, yeah. And, say, and be like, we need to get ourselves together. We need to right. stop, stop doing this same shit. <laughs> so, guys, welcome back to another episode of Get the Belt. I am your host, Miles. And Kashmir. And we're here to give you another episode. Um, yeah, let's start straight away with Word of the Week. Yes, Miles, what have you got for us today? So this week, I'm giving you Word of the Week. And it's been difficult. I, was, I, I had Aww. two, but I'm going to give you uh, this one. Mm. So honesty may not leave you immediately where you want to be. Mm-hmm. But it puts you on the right path that leaves that leads you to joy. Oh, that's so. Obviously, I'm not here. Like every week, we have word of the week, and we want to motivate and like yeah, allow ourselves the space to think about how we can better ourselves and understand more and be at peace and enjoy life and keep on going and doing all the things that we can do to our best potential. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it's easy to come on here and say all the nice things, but it's really, really, they're, they're hard to do. They're really, really hard to do. And mm-hmm. honesty has always been something we're told, yeah, always be honesty, always be honest, sorry. Honesty is the best policy. We all hear these fucking phrases every single, well, not every day, but like, we hear them a lot. <laughs> and honesty is something that, is hard. It's not always hard to do. Sometimes it's really easy, you know, to see someone that you like and they look good. You can tell them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you can be honest about something and it has no repercussions and it's easy to do. And it's it's very easy and convenient to be honest. But the times when, you know, your true ass is really shown for what it smells like is when you have to be honest and it's not necessarily going to be easy to do or an enjoyable experience. And hell, it might even leave you straight away in some fucked up positions where you feel like utter fucking trash, where you feel ashamed, where you feel let down by yourself. Now, it's easy to be let down by other people. Yeah. Like, you can get mad, but it, 
but you're not left with it. Once, you, once you're vexed with someone and someone else has pissed you off or made you feel some kind of way, it's easy to go out with your friends and forget about it and detach yourself from them because you don't hold that anymore. Yeah, you yeah. can process that feeling of anger or hurt that someone else has given you. But it's so much harder when you let yourself down and you look back on your own actions and you think, rah, I was a real cunt for doing this or I was mm. a dickhead for that. Like, yeah. be it a moment of weakness, be it you just made the wrong decision. Or sometimes, you know, we do things knowing that it's bad and we, we still do it. Yeah, no, doesn't it's make true. us necessarily horrible people. What we did was horrible, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are Lucifer or a Kardashian for it. So... You know, I want everyone to understand and really fight the battle of being honest, even when it, you know, even when you know that when you're honest about something is going to put you in the pot and you will, you will suffer from it. But in saying that, I'll go back to the word of, we, of the week. Honesty may not leave you immediately where you want to be, but it puts you on the path, on the right path that leads to joy so you got to think in the future. You need to think who who am I in 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 a complete who am I in life? Who am I in this in this realm in 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 my in my whole entire life? Like who is Miles? And Miles is an honest person, and it it, it is a is a struggle to be honest. Like I said, when it leaves you fucked up. So continue to uh, fight the battle of being happy all the time because happy all the time often can be a false happiness like if you yeah. have to if you want to say something to someone or say something at your workplace or say something to your um intimate partner or your best friend or whatever and you know that straight away if you say whatever you say shit's gonna go down that's when you need to go do you know what i know people say pick their battles but if if, if it's something that if you need to be honest about something yeah. then be it there's pick your battles yeah but being honest with some something, being honest with yourself and situations might not make you be happy straight away, but mm -hmm. trust in in honesty, trust in good, trust yeah. in in the right thing that eventually, you know, you will be happy for it and people will respect you for it in the long run. It might mm -hmm. take them a week, it might take even you, it, like you can say it and then like the next day or even straight away, once you're in the ship, like I wish I did do that. No, 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 don't do it. Cause yes, immediately you might not be happy, but in the long run, you really, you mm -hmm. will be. In a year time, you're gonna look mm -hmm. back and go, wow, I can put my hands on my chest and say, yeah, I'm an honest person, even when it's hard. <laughs> and yeah. It is something hard to do, but you can't pick and choose when you're being honest. Because mm -hmm. if you are, then you are you are a dick. It's way harder to be honest yeah. all the time. I so. think it takes great courage to be honest, to be honest. It does. Being honest is hard. I'm not going to lie, it's hard. Especially if you you know you have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Only, But the thing is, when, when, when I see people who's actually honest with a certain person or certain situation, it shows that they care. Mm -hmm. like, people who don't care won't give a fuck and just lie to you and just be like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. But when you when someone actually comes with the honest truth, even though I know for a fact you won't like it, yeah. but months down the line when you realise they were honest with me, they could have just lied and kept yeah. it going for months, weeks, years, whatever, but they were honest. I think it takes great courage to be honest with someone. Even if you know, okay, let's say we did something messy, like, you know what, I need to tell this person because it's, 
it's bugging me. Like I yeah. can't sleep, I can't eat. It can affect you in different ways. So when you can be honest and straight up and be like, you know, I did something wrong, and I know you might hate me, but right now, maybe months down the line, you could mm. forgive me. That I'll be grateful for that. At least I was honest with you. And it allows you. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't even forgive yourself if you're not yeah. honest with it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, other people forgiving you or accepting whatever it is you have to say. Because maybe not, it's not a case of forgiveness. Maybe it's just, maybe like you're at work and like you know that you're up for a promotion. Yeah. But there's things that are going on which might you might not necessarily agree with. And some people be like, oh, pick your battles, don't be honest. Yeah. But no, do you know sometimes what? Sometimes you have to say sometimes something. Say it. And maybe yeah. you might not get that promotion, but guess what? Then that means it wasn't meant for you. That wasn't yeah. destiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you don't want to step into something under false pretenses, yes. under, under falsehood. You need to do everything yes. in your life as much as we can the right way. And honesty will always be that. So if you don't mm-hmm. get that promotion, guess what? Maybe there's someone else in your workforce that recognize Ra, they, you know, they really are a good, they're a good person. I want to work with them in the future. Mm -hmm. And who knows, in a couple of weeks time or whenever, something else will come into your, into your, um, into your lane that you can then accept off the back of honesty. Don't accept anything or grow with anything off the back of not being truthful. So yeah, it's not always going to be uplifting, uplifting, you know, every week, but I think that this is essentially uplifting and mm-hmm. hopefully we've given someone the courage to go to work and say what is on yeah, their, their heart. Be honest thinking, oh, and no. just be brave and just have courage. Have courage, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, word of the week. Honesty mm-hmm. may not leave you immediately where you want to be, but it puts you on the right path that leads to joy. And that real yes. joy, when you experience joy after... Yeah, have struggle. you ever fe- felt when you said saying honest to someone you feel like a relief that heavy weight is being lifted even it's if gone. they reacted the way you know for, you know they were going to react and be like I don't want to speak to you again but then you feel so good that like, at least I told them at least yeah. I told that person at least I told the truth and sometimes it works out better that way to be honest 100% mm-hmm. I would rather walk in my size 8 Gucci trainers yeah <laughs> knowing that every step and every nice stride I take I'm getting and enjoying nice things off of the back of honesty yeah. and not doing lie or anything else mm-hmm. or um, bullshit, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the word of the week, guys. Yes. Carry that with you, not just for this week, but for the rest of your lives. Definitely. And know that even though it might not place you in immediate happiness. Yeah, but you'll get there soon. Nice things are on their way yes. to people that are honest because the people that aren't being honest, yeah, they might be getting promoted, they might be now getting proposed to, and they might not have a house or knew this or knew that. Da, da. But what is it off the back of, mm. you know? So, yeah, that's my word of the week this week. I loved it, Miles. I loved it. <sighs> so, how was your week, Kashmir? It was a good week. Why is it a good week? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was a good week, guys. I don't know. It's just lately, the last two months of the... I'm, I'm going to say happy March, guys. We're in yeah, March now. March. I'm not going to lie to me for the... um, f- You know, when you look back on years, years back, I'm like, the, the beginning of the year always like, goes downhill for me. But the, this year, the last two months has been, like, honestly, a, a, a blessing. Like, okay, it's been so, it? like, from the Screen Nation Awards, mm-hmm. from the work promotion and stuff like that, nice from tra- um, traveling with first and my son, and also um, our live show. Nice and stuff. I just, I don't know, I feel better in myself. And I think that's what, what I'm so happy about. And honestly, this week has been so good. Like, I'm dating again, guys. Yes. Yeah, and um, I'm finally, like, Ugh. like... <laughs> I'm not being hated. I'm, <laughs> I'm dating ha- again, I'm ha- and I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
oh my god you said that so bluntly but it feels good just to put yourself out there again and i've go- been going yoga with my two friends and my sister we went on sunday and it was nice to um cleanse the system i've never done yoga before it was a sweat like honestly how it was, was that it was mad i was dripping sweat like one time you think yoga i, I remember i thought yoga was something like La- relax <laughs> no bitch. yoga will tee you up rebecca's and sally's <laughs> are really doing bits and bobs in these yoga rooms no it's true guys it was no you lot should try it out it's called hot pod yoga we went to it was in like a hot steam room we're not even getting paid to no, say I, this by the way okay we're just i'm just saying you, know you should nice try if you're gonna um like relax your body do exercise try stretch certain muscles and bones and parts of your body that you never thought could reach that like i feel flexible now like i'm ready to bend oh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, my week's been good, guys. It's been really good. What about you, Miles? Um, week's been good. I've been doing all my meal prep and things. Oh, yeah. Shout out to everyone else that is staying on it. <laughs> yes, of course. It's hard to Big be. Big up yeah. you. So I've been doing the meal prep. I've been hitting the gym a little bit more because, like I said, I don't want uh, summer's, summer's coming. No, it's slipping. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel good in that sense. Like physically, I feel great. Um, We've had a lot of pressure as well to do another live show. Uh, I know. I did have in, someone in message me one time. Uh, from like the venues and other No, it was sources. a compliment, but it's a bit it's, but it's too baby, much. It's too it's soon. Too, yeah. It's too soon. Cashmere, where did, did I end up? After the after the live show, did I or did I not end up in hospital? Like, yeah, he was like, he did. He ended up over, getting like, being no, I hospitalized. Yes. I cannot. Like, I'm healthy now. Yeah. Thank God. But, like, it was a lot of work. It and is, of it's course. not every day, every day live show. Put on my a live show. Is, <laughs> like, my name is not Beyonce Giselle Carter. Oh I cannot. Uh, but one day, we're thinking maybe, like, in the summer, somewhere maybe outside. It would be nice. Where yeah. the drinks are flowing and we can yeah, do nice and things afterwards. And <laughs> Everything just flowing nice. But, no, my week was good. Gym, healthy eating. Um... And then, yeah, uh, otherwise I, I've been through actually quite a, like a little tough, uh, a tough point in my personal life. Um, Send love things. to Miles, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's where I got my word of the week from, if I'm being honest. It stems from something I've, I went through at the end of this week um, where I had to be honest about uh, things uh, that had happened. And I could have very much, very easily just not not said anything and it took me like a good hour and a bit of time alone with myself and with some friends to be like this is what will happen if i tell the truth like i don't think it's going to be a great outcome straight away mm-hmm. um or i have to i i couldn't even do like i couldn't do like i was like i either i'm not saying anything at all and you know the other people or the person involved i would just have to just cut myself and just keep it moving but I didn't want to do that, and I didn't want to do lie, and I I was shitting myself. I was like, fuck, like <laughs> I've never had, to, I've never been in this position before. And anyone else out there who related to the word of the week will probably relate to this. And you know, I had to, you know, have a conversation with someone and really be honest, and mm-hmm. it, it was really difficult. And if I'm Again, I'm being honest, and since then, I've not been emotionally happy. I felt sick. I know. You kept something sending love to Miles, guy. You know, I've not felt good at all. But uh, that's life. 
that's I'd rather be on a path where I'm doing the right thing as living mm-hmm. as close to God as I can and yes, just amen. wishing that other people because I want people to be honest with me even if it gets me vexed I, I, all yeah, my friendships yeah. and anything else like that people my family people I work with I'd rather that and you know it was just it was just really difficult to do and I'm I don't regret it of like I said in the word of the week immediately I was not placed in in somewhere where I feel good in fact I feel the complete opposite mm-hmm. but I know that I'm here and I need to use this to grow and I need to use this to 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 learn yeah and I've given myself that and the other people that that space now to learn because if I would have just con- lied and not said again I'd be living uh, not I wouldn't be living good and now I'm I'm doing learning and I'm Trying to heal from what I did, but you know, oh, poor baby. Apart from that, I'm well. I'm feeling a little bit more snatched in the gym. My calorie <laughs> intake is less. Oh, that's good. And Getting that yeah. body looking right. I'm just trying, sis. Give <laughs> me—he's feeling off his chest, guy. We can see. I did chest today. That's why. <laughs> so yeah, my week has been good, uh, and now you know we're here recording and keeping it moving. Yes. Wicked, so now it's time for Melanin Magnificence. Yes. My girl, my, sorry, my girl, my Melanin Magnificence goes to this 27-year-old mm-hmm. black girl. Her name is called Monk, I'm going to say her name wrong, I know, Monga El Tigani. Monga El Tigani. Yeah, she's okay. from um, Sudan. Mm-hmm. She's Somali and everything. Basically, she secured a one million investment for her hair care line with uh. Sheer Moisture. Come on. I was like, what are you doing? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my God, one million times. Girl, you want to share? <laughs> like, basically, she started making her own hair products, freshly made in when she was at college, using avocado, fresh fruit and stuff like that. All for nice promoting things. For just her hair. And it's good to do natural products and stuff. But then knowing that she... Because these chemicals... No, it's shit. true. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's good to be natural. It's good to um do natural stuff, natural products and stuff. But one million, I was like, oh my gosh. And she, this she's, is her own business that she's her own as business. Well. What's her What's her company called? Her company is called it's Muhaga. Yes, Mo, it's Muhaga. Mo, Moga. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't pronounce okay. it. I, don't, don't hate me. <laughs> but I was following you, and for this past week, and I was like, oh my gosh, natural hair care. And I think I do want to go on a natural hair journey. That's why. But right now, I got this wig on. Well, that wig is a cute. I'm just saying, just to secure it. Stop. Give me a Olivia Pope vibe. Oh, stop. Is that the wig that you took on holiday with you? Yeah, it was nice. I'm not going to lie. It was like, you know, blowing the wind and shit. Feeling like a Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) I'd fuck you up. But I was just following. I was like, it's nice. And the way she, like, things like avocado. She even used things like... um, natural um oils and stuff like that and i was thinking knowing so that, just doing nice, that things. nice things and her brand has been doing so well and she finally spoke to the, one of the investments in um the sheer moisture what's his name again let me make sure i get it correct um rich dennis he's the founder of sheer moisture mm-hmm. and they had good food good vibes and he said you know what i like what you're doing let me invest in this let's make this big let's take it yes. worldwide so i was like yes big up to that black go on just- let me remember to say her name one more time for you guys I'm just going to spell it. M-U-H-G-A-L-E-L-T-I-G-A-N-I. You lost me. Morga El Tigani. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you're, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. I just don't have to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miles? <laughs> so this week, uh, I'm giving Melanin Magnificence to uh, a gifted boy um, from Tottenham. Ooh. Uh he suffers from severe autism and he became the youngest person 
to ever attend Oxford University <gasps> at the age of six. You are lying. Wait, wait, it's a little baby. This young man is called Joshua Beckford, and he is the youngest black, (laughs) blackity, black, 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 black boy to ever attend Oxford at the age of six. Can you imagine? Um, no, that's Einstein right there. For that me. is that's a genius. That is real melanin magnificence. Oh my gosh! So yeah, he's been living with this high. He's been living with high functioning autism. Autism. Uh, he's from, like I said, he's from Tottenham, London boy, and yeah, he's now he's received a certificate of excellence after getting distinctions in all of his courses, which are a part of an online learning platform for gifted children. And he's now thirteen, and the young scholar who has dreams of becoming a neurosurgeon, was recently listed in the top 30 most remarkable people in the world with autism who have impacted society. Oh, my Can gosh. You his mum must be, like, you know what? No, his parents must be proud. The whole community oh my gosh. needs to be proud. He's amazing. Can you imagine? Wow. Can you imagine? At the age of three, Beckford could read fluently using phonics. Oh, my gosh. He learned to speak Japanese. Bombo. <laughs> and even taught himself to touch type on a computer before he could learn to write. Bombo rumba. Bombo rumba. What? Me, can I... Okay, I can speak a couple languages, but at, at, at three, I... Japanese at three, bitch. Japanese, that's Japanese hard. at three. Kenichiwa, that's the only thing I know. That is not even that's Japanese. Japanese. That's that not. is Chinese, sis. Kini- no, <laughs> Kenichiwa is Japanese. No, Kenichiwa is definitely Chinese. No, it's Japanese. Listeners, if I'm right, come, come but and, yeah, you listeners, listeners correct me. me a little message. No, Kenichiwa is Japanese, guys. If you I'm wrong... Know. If I'm wrong, I will slap mouse twice, okay? <laughs> oh, wow. So, yes, I just want to say a huge big up to Joshua for doing the thing. Um, so, last month, the Wonder Child was appointed low-income families education support ambassador for Boys Mentoring Advocacy Network in Nigeria, Uganda, Ghana, South Africa, Kenya, and the UK. Joshua! My guy, you're incredible. Why are you making me feel like I'm just worthless? <laughs> like I'm knowing, like I am knowing. You're just making me feel like I have to do more, 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 more. Joshua, congrats to you. I know that oh, the family are proud. Of course, I would be proud. No, he's amazing. And your black boy joy is just shining through. <laughs> black boy joy. And just continue to be the incredible, magnificent melanated young man that you are yes. despite what you're going through you're going to change and the world just making me he has already been. no but he's got a lot more coming he's huh. going to he's, he's only gonna a take, little 13 I know he's going to take the world by storm and so, I can't wait yes Joshua Beckford <laughs> well done respect brother <laughs> such an idiot <sighs> so it's time for that part of the show where we discuss Shenanigans in the media, yes. and you know that we <laughs> care about. Not all the time do we care, but we know yeah. you care. So we are being nice people, doing nice things, and giving you our take. So this week, a young lady by the name of Jordan Woods had a conversation with some family friends of her yes. called the Smiths. <laughs> And they sat around a lovely round table, a red one, yes, and had a conversation about something which happened 
at a club. I'm not a club, at a house party. So for yeah. all of you that know, and I'm sure you do, the basics of it was that she knew that the Kardashian, the one that looks wild, what's her name? Chloe. Chloe, yeah. yeah. She uh, the one that looks wild. <laughs> has got a baby with Tristan. a black man by the name of Tristan. Mm-hmm. Apparently they've been going through it. Um, and after looking at the interview that Jordan Woods gave, it would appear like they weren't even together at the time, but we'll get into that. But well, Tristan, she weren't together at the time. Uh, that Tristan and Chloe weren't even like an item. I know. The There's nothing. I saw they broke up. Like he never really. He, um, Chloe, uh, he never liked you. I don't think he. He wasn't. He. What? Well, he never loved you. Let's just get that straight. Oh, okay. I don't even think he even liked you. To be oh, honest, wow, okay. I mean, deadly serious. I don't feel no way about it. To be honest, you you kind of lost him the way you got him. That's oh. what I see it as, <laughs> bitch. Well, that's what I'm saying. From the kind of interview, Jordan. Let's say what. Let, let's yeah. let the, the listeners know what happened. Okay, okay, go know. on then. You want to explain it? So, properly? um, yeah. So, Jordan was with some girls. Yeah, yeah. At a club, mm-hmm. and they were doing nice things. Yeah. You know, they were getting drinking, their lives, getting their yeah. lives, giving a nice little wine to the music, doing nice things. The club came to an end, and Tristan must have been like, "Yo." You can come to my crib. Everyone's going back to mine. <laughs> We're going to continue. I've been there. That's what you do. It's a norm. Yeah. And Jordan was like, oh, the girls that she was with, like, oh, we're going to go. Do you want to jump in an Uber with us? She was like, yeah, cool. Let's go. Because like, it's not normal for I you know, doing yeah, it. Let the party keep going. Exactly. Yeah. And also, it wasn't like they were strangers. She's a very, very, very close friend of Kylie. I think yeah. that, is it Kylie? Yeah. It's Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Ka- yeah. who's sister of Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's cool with all the family. Like, they're really, really mm-hmm. cool. So she was going back to a man's house who was... Not a threat and not a stranger. Yeah. Like if I was to go out to a club and, you know, one of my, even, not even friend, but one of my family's husbands or wives or a best friend of mine, their other half was saying, right, we're going back to my house. Cool. Like you're my, you're, you're cool but with you know, my people. So like, yeah, this is, I'm going to be in a safe environment. Let's go and do nice things. Where's the, where's the rare nephews at? So they go back to the house, you know, and uh, it was put across on the media that she was all over him. And, you know, they were doing intimacy and touchy-touchy-feely-feely. And then it was alleged that they took... um, Tristan said, everyone put your mobile phones away or that they removed the mobile phones. And then they continued... Jordan said that never happened, yeah. Yeah. And then this is the first take that we got in the media and that everyone then left and then Jordan stayed there and it was clear, apparently, allegedly, to everyone else, that they then fucked that night Mm -hmm. and then left the next morning or whatever. Since then, the Kardashians took to Twitter and were dragging Jordan for filth. Uh, The media were dragging um, Jordan for filth. Mm -hmm. And we only really heard one side, which probably wasn't the truth because it came from, you know, the media. media. Um, After this big backlash, Jordan came and sat with uh, the saviors of the situation (laughs) because let's face it the Kardashians have a big empire they've got millions and millions of followers a whole network e-news and they can tweet something and the world will know about it Jordan I didn't even really know who Jordan was because I don't even follow the Kardashians like Mm -hmm. that so she does not have the same platform as these these this Kardashian clan she's just known as Kylie's best friend well yeah basically so everyone has been dragging her because of the Kardashians yeah she did not have a platform in the same way that the Kardashians do. And we thank God for Auntie Jada to <laughs> allow her the space and to give her an equal kind of platform with yeah. leverage that she could really yeah. speak her truth about what happened. 
Now she, Jordan Woods came onto the red table and she was emotional, fair enough. And you know what? In uh, We don't know, we will never really know, but she came on and she was honest. And yeah, wrote, going back was... to word of the week. Hey, she's been relevance. honest, and she and what I liked about and her, she, she said, said, "You know what? Yeah, there was things that I could have done differently. I didn't have to go back to the house, but of course, I was drunk and lit, so I did. E- even though she admitted to that, that's what even I like. Even though that, even mm. that though, I think that's weird. Why should she not have got? I don't feel like you should apologize for going back to Winnie the Bridge's house. I know, but what's funny though is why you should be able to where go was there. Tri- well, how come Tristan Whether was you're out? Whether male or female. Yeah. But what always confused Tristan's out. Okay, everyone come back to my house. Have I'm thinking, shouldn't you go back home and look after your kid? Well, Chloe? where is well? So I'm even thinking goes to speak about ha, your man was out, Chloe. Yeah, how can we not contact yeah, you? Yeah, so I'm in the first thinking, place. Chloe, you make noise. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> what was you doing, Chloe? You didn't know where your ma- like maybe she did know mm. where he was, but she didn't because he was invited. Jordan has since then gone on to say, you know, I had to like let her know like what was happening. Bitch, why didn't you ask your man? Mm. How about that? None of this story really. I don't think really he even communicated when, when he didn't give a fuck. He, he didn't, didn't want her there. Care, Otherwise, she would have been there. With her little he wanted face. to do his own nice things. Yeah, Chloe free. It's true. So anyway, she's gone on and said, "You know what? I shouldn't have gone back." I don't think that she even needs to apologize for that. No, but you I'm, it shows right that she. Wherever, do you know what she I mean? She cares though. Maybe she realized what May, her actions yeah because did. of because of Chloe's insecurities. Yeah, it's true. And that lack of trust, toxic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. She said, I'm sorry, we weren't all over each other. That's a lie. She said that they were sat on a sofa. He was on the actual sofa and she was sat on the armchair and that her legs were like just over his. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That and could she be perceived that was, as yeah. like, mm, why are your legs, legs on, on someone? Comfortable. But everyone, like she said, had been drinking. Yeah. So like, what is it like if your legs are just, t- if you're like, sorry, I think the she mic, meant, like, just touching like that. I think like over, over it. Yeah, it's a little over it, she said, isn't so it? So that, yes, could be seen as suspect. But yeah. if you are with people that you just care for, like me and my friends, I'm put my, I'm t- I'm touch. I don't care. Like if I touch, I'm like, oh my god, we're touching. Mm-hmm. Especially if I've had a drink, I'll be like, easy peasy. But it doesn't mean I want to, you know, get my dick sucked. <laughs> anyway, so she's apologized for that. Uh, she said that she was in everyone's ear. Everyone was everyone's ear because everyone was drunk and whatever. I don't mm-hmm. really know what that means. Uh, but the main thing that she said she was sorry for is that not even on the way out. On the way in, out in the next day, yeah, the next morning, because everyone was like, oh. We're going to leave now. And apparently mm-hmm. she said that Tristan did say you can stay here. And she was like, you know, no, it's okay. Yeah. My cab's outside. Yeah. X, Y, Z. It's sunlight. Yeah. Like, I need to go. i got shit to do. And so on the way out, he bent down and gave her a kiss on the lips. Yeah. Like, I, it wasn't tongues. Apparently, it was just like... A normal kiss. And then she walked out and was like, what just happened? happened? Yeah. And she then said that she wasn't honest with... Yeah, about Chloe. Chloe straight away. Because Chloe... Because she wanted to do protect her feelings mm-hmm. and all these things. But yeah. this is what I mean. Like, I go back to Word of the Week again. Like, honesty is not always going to leave you in the place where you feel happy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you should have just been like straight away. Raw babes, like your man's or whatever he is right now... Mm-hmm. Came and kissed me. Tried to kiss me and I left. Yes, she might be vexed, but it probably would have been a better way for you to uh, it probably would have gone a, a different hopefully might have gone a different way if you'd have been honest from the get-go but again like i said it's not always hard but she's come forth and she said it now so respect to you because not all the time do we do it straight away however i still have questions i believe her to a certain degree mm-hmm. but i don't know how he felt comfortable yes everyone was drinking but how did he feel comfortable to give you a kiss on your lips 
Like, yeah. you I'm, have to build up to, to that. Yeah. You can't I'm, just be like, kiss. Like, he didn't that, kiss everyone on the I way. Know, I know. He just Did he kiss her. all the girls? <laughs> I honestly... So they were obviously yeah. doing things that made was, him think, rah, yeah. I can kiss you goodbye. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking... I don't, I don't. I know for a fact she didn't sleep with him. I straight up, I know she didn't. I don't think. She I don't did. think. But I think, I think they have each other's numbers, and I think he's yeah, exchanged messages for, and maybe got a bit towards. You know, when you exchange, you you got a, a male friend, and you're talking normal, then it started getting a bit like flirty, and this that that comes on. Mm. He's like, maybe she's like, I don't know. We should be maybe. I don't know. Maybe she accidentally flirted back or something. Who knows? What do you mean? Accidentally like some people, back. like some people can. <laughs> no, even sometimes people can mistake your kindness for flirting. Have you not noticed that? Some, especially mm. some men, they were getting confused. I'm like, nigga, I was just being kind. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Your neck big. Like, sometimes oh. I'm just to say, like, it happens. Mm-hmm. That's what she was a bit confused with kids. Maybe she didn't react and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Nah, nah, nah. But mm-hmm. she reacted more like, okay, I need to go. Like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have texted them. Maybe we should not exchange numbers. I think it's something like that. Like, Did she say that she was no, texting? No, no, but I feel like that's the situation because, in general, if there was nothing going on between them, she would have reacted like, what the fuck are you kissing me for? Slapped and reacted well, some certain it. way. But and if she, it hadn't happened prior, something definitely was happening that's that what I'm saying. I to f- make him be like, I, can't, I feel comfortable to do this. I don't think it's true. I think they. And she also never says she pulled back either. But yeah. then again, alcohol. But yes, yeah, true. She's owned up to it. I think it's there. I think they've been texting, but I don't, but then have you been hearing a lot of YouTubers and bloggers have been saying they've been sleeping together for months? Actually, this that that, and I'm thinking I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. I, I don't, don't think that. I just think they exchanged numbers. Texts went back and forth. Things that no one should have said was said. Yeah, and yeah. What I don't agree with though in this is again the vilification of a black person. On behalf of the Kardashians, they've done this to. They do this to Kanye West, even like mm-hmm. when he goes wild. Like any of that, the 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 Kardashian clan feel free. Even the mum, Chris, to to do an interview and say wild things about Ka- Kanye. Yeah. Or like they had it with Black China. They threw her under the bus yeah. when all of that shit happened. And you know she was like, they're, they're the victim. They're, yeah. they're the victim. Mm-hmm. And it's like. But it's you, like this is what you do all the time. They did it to is it what's his name? Chloe's man before that that they then re- practically ridiculed for yeah. doing the drugs and stuff like that. But he was so nice though. I think he was a nice Everyone person. Everyone is fucked up, especially you Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when you're gonna leave the black people alone? Like is that they want to do all the nice things, nice things, and then as soon as like someone steps out of line, it's like they'll take to Twitter, Instagram, ev- everywhere, and then have the world chatting shit about someone black. Let's not forget, <laughs> like. Ka- like Kashmir said, how did you even get this man? That's what I'm saying. The same way you got him, you lost him the same way. Who who was dragging you? That's what I'm saying. No, even your your sister, what's her name? Kylie. Mm, she stole Black, um mm, Black China once again. Mm, all the Kardashians are like, oh my mm, god, once hurtful is that she was a friend. She was a friend. <laughs> oh my god, like I can't like yeah. <laughs> But was Black China was one of your girls too? You used to yeah, turn up and go to yes, the club, sir. and then she teeth his man. Look at Tiger. With his little funny forehead. That's it. Not even Black China. Fucking Tiger and um, Tiger. Who was set with Tiger? It was Kylie again. Kylie, Kylie yeah. Slept with Tiger, Tiger when she was with Black, Black, Black China. China. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, what was said then? Did Nothing. Kylie get any backlash? Nothing. Yeah, no. For doing sleeping with friends, mm-hmm. mans. Did she? No. Did she? <laughs> no. But when it's a black girl. Mm-hmm. Why is this energy not on your husband? You say you want to, oh, we're handling this in private. So if why it's private, you why give, you take the Twitter so why in can you get? why can't you give Jordan that same respect? Mm. And and Chloe, you're 30-something as well. Look at you. <laughs> at your big age. 
<laughs> taken to Twitter to, to, to do rants. And you're a whole monkey, mother. In it. It's unnecessary. And they say ugly people are the nice ones. No, they're not. <gasps> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I can't breathe. Nah, man, you tried it. Dragon, eventually she came back to do damage control because, you know, the community after the Smiths gave Jordan an equal platform. So it was an equal battlefield because it was very one-sided. Yeah. Um, and she said her truth. You know, the, the, a lot, the, the practically the black community came and was like, nah, rah, we're not going to let these Kardashians fuck with us again, another one yes. of us. Yes, she might have fucked up. She came clean about it. And even then, she Kardashian fucking troll ass, face ass, smelly ass, tall ass giant, what's her name, Chloe, took <laughs> to Twitter to be like, why are you lying, Georgian Woods, if you're going to try and save yourself by going public instead of calling me privately to apologise first? After she been calling be her, you know, about your story. By the way, you are the reason my family broke up. Lies. Because your family sounded pretty broken, broken up, up already. When your man was at the club without you, bitch. In it. How many times he cheated on her? Twice. Anyway, before I give Chloe the belt, because I'm giving Chloe the belt later on, I'm not going to speak about her. That happened. I think it's just another um, happening or another occurrence of where, you know, the black woman or the black body period isn't granted the equal say, isn't granted uh, an equal platform. Thank God for the Smiths for coming through and delivering her that. And... It's just boring. It's boring. I feel like they just need to just go and just just go to Dubai and just fuck off. <laughs> the Kardashians trash. But yeah, I believe Jordan. I am Team Jordan. In it, so. I do still have questions, a hundred percent. But she never. She she she's not out here denying shit. Yeah. She said, "Yeah, we didn't sleep together." She owned up to what was wrong and said, yes. "I do apologize." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, everyone fucks up. I'm not here to crucify her. Yes. I'm like, babes, you know what? You're young. She's a young girl. Yes. She made a few mistakes. She was mm-hmm. honest about it. She is not deserving the death threats that she's oh, getting. No. She, she said on the whole thing that her family couldn't go out to, to, to go to work. Like, oh, why, like, why though? Why is it affecting All because that white yeah. walker wanted to come on and do tweet and make everyone <laughs> mad at her. Because her she man She's starting to get emotional. No, it's unnecessary to come against her little sister. She said her little sister can't go to school. People be saying rubbish. Like, I'm thinking, wow, has it really come to that? It's, it's a bit unnecessary. Transfer this energy to your husband, bitch. Trust me. Transfer the energy Have you to noticed? We haven't seen no tweet of her cussing Tristan. Like, no. this, that. have you noticed that? She said, this is a tweet from her. She said, Tristan is equally to blame, but Tristan is the father of my child. Regardless of, the, of what he does to me, I don't do, I won't do that to my daughter. He has been addressing the situation privately. If Tristan were to lie publicly about what conspired, then yes, I would address him publicly as well. Shut up. Yeah, basically. Basically. So, in the words of Ariana Grande, thank you, next. Next. (laughs) (laughs) 21 Savage, uh, you know, he was going through it out there. He was in custody and all of what was going on, the wild happenings. Um, You know, people are being really dumb. They're saying that he's... He's fucking Madeline McCann because they don't know where he came from. Oh, <laughs> so no. people who are like, he's Madeline McCann. He went and got sex change and did these <gasps> things. That's where she's gone because yeah, people I don't are so think that. mean, man. That's fucked up. That's bad, man. But yeah, um, the charges have been dropped. Uh, we want to thank uh, Mr. <laughs> Sean Carter for sending those X-Men lawyers to go and work magic. Oh, to help him out. Yeah, Jay-Z, thank you so much. Aww. And now the charges have been dropped. Jay-Z is out here always helping people and not doing tweets. 
and you don't have to do tweet. You don't have to let like, people exactly. have to be like, oh, I just gave money to someone. Post on Facebook like that. Mate, Why, you I don't have to do that. that. You don't have to I do that. Cannot. Just do your good deed and keep it moving. It's because people want the recognition of doing it. Again, mm-hmm. it's the source of of your actions, which really is. It's yeah. not the actions. You can do nice things, but if the source of that is greed <laughs> or you want or selfish reasons, yeah, then. Yeah, the people you're helping or whatever you've done, which is good, is nice things. But you're uh, you're still a cunt, <laughs> really. Whereas the people that are out here, like you know your Shawns and your Beyonces and other people who don't actually say and promote it and want recognitions and round of applause. Yeah, they just do it. So thank you, Sean, for looking out for Twenty One Savage. Uh, I think he's going to remain in the states. Uh, it has been said that he's going to come back to like sort out some things. But yeah, he's free of all charges. He's a free man. We thank God, and that's the end of that. Oh, um, speaking it, uh, speaking about you know Carters and Beyonce and that, we were blessed this week from Solange, uh, one of oh, the other yes. goddesses to have been I think it's her created or in uh, Tina Knowles's womb. Yeah, um, she gave us a new album. Yeah, and I saw her pictures and stuff. Yeah, really an nice. album and a visual album at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also creating a film. Um, me, I've only listened to the album like once or twice. I've yeah. not really had a real, real sit Listen down to with it. it. Yeah, but it's definitely got a seat at, seat at the table vibe. Mm. Uh, like her first, well, not her first, but the album prior to this, which you know was groundbreaking for her in her career. It's definitely got those vibes. Uh, whilst I was listening and I was going on to the credits on Tidal, you could see she's her name is plastered everywhere. Like, lyricist, uh, the majority of these songs she wrote herself. She's still got people like Sampha was on there, UK, mm. like, helping her out. But she's very much the driving force behind this, yeah. which is nice to see. And it's nice to hear. It is, like, a vibey, chilled, very much not commercial like, she's doing what she wants, which, again, I stand for that. But people are trying her. They're like, this is, like, shit. Seriously? Yeah, they're saying this is wow. um, just the outtakes from Seat at the Table. Oh, stop I'm it. I'm sorry, sis. This is, like, this, Solange is beyond and transcended <laughs> the whole hit-making machine. Yes. Like, she's not out here doing it for the money. They have enough. She's not out here doing it for the respect. She's got it. Um, she's out here living her fucking best black yes. life. Exploring her talents, creating things that she likes. Yes. And if you like it, good. And if you don't get it, maybe you just don't have the taste for for intellectual art. Yeah. Because that's what this album is. It's art. No, she'd be doing her good. She'd be doing what she does best. She'd be doing nice yes. things. People, just be, people be always be hating you won't be surprised by that. But I thought, the, even when I saw some of the photos and images, yeah. I was like, wow. Babe, it looks just nice. melanin magnificence I was like, everywhere. Why? Why? <laughs> I was here for it. I've heard that there's a song on there. Uh, I imagined, I saw things, I imagined, <laughs> I saw things. And she literally just says that for the whole song. Mm-hmm. But I'd be there like, sis, I saw things. <laughs> Imagine. I've imagined. I've imagined. And it just takes me. My, me and my friend was talking. <laughs> shout out Tyrell. And he was like, this song is so Blue Ivy. <gasps> like, I can imagine Blue Ivy being like, I saw things. I imagined. And I was <laughs> like, yeah. Self. Poverty. So that's what she's thinking. Poverty. I saw things I imagined. Because she doesn't know what poverty is. Of course she doesn't know. She doesn't never know. experienced that. 
Ah, I love the album. Again, I have yet to do a like real, real sit down with it. So maybe yeah. you can do nice things sometime this week. You know, Who I've knows? got. I need to take yes. my mind off of things. Maybe you can come around to mine. We can do nice chicken, nice veg. You know, oh, I'm still you're gonna cook healthy. for me. Oh, yeah, that's and nice. we'll put on. We'll put on Beyond, um, we'll put on Solange's album. Why not? Have you had a chance oh. to listen to it yet? No, I haven't. I'll be honest, but well, I do want together. to. We can listen to it together, definitely. Again, it's very loud in terms of you know her thoughts. Uh, At least she's being honest. Being pro-black, yes, amen. Of course, honesty. But very much uh, here for the content of the album. Yeah. What she speaks on. It's it's art that you can groove to. Yeah. It's not a. You, it's not a twerking album. No. Uh, Even though we... maybe if I had a few Red Bull, <laughs> not Red Bulls, if I had a few random nephews, I probably could do a little, a little twerk I saw things I imagine. <laughs> a little TikTok. I saw things Such a clown. I imagine. And then slow it down. I probably could. But yeah, congrats and thank you, Solange, mm-hmm. for, for these nice things. Because yes. I needed them this week. And, you know, like, uh, I'm going through shit right now and internalizing things. This is maybe an album I'll put on and just, you know. Groove to. Groove to and yes. just get lost in thought. Because it's not every day. I love a twerk and I love a dance and mm. I love a It's to good to just hear good but sometimes music it's nice to sometimes. sit down and yeah. just go, mm. Yes. Let this music yeah. do something different for Try- me. Yes. Uh, we need nice that. Thing. Good music doesn't exist that much anymore. So it's nice to hear something relaxed and chilled and just... Yeah, man. A little, yeah. And allows you to take you on a journey. So yeah. thanks, sis. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Documentaries, again. There's, documentaries are a thing of 2019, you know. <laughs> so, Leaving Neverland. A new documentary about Michael Jackson. Jackson. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh. Have you have you seen it? I saw like they were talking about it on the news one time, and um, there was this boy, not a boy, this man. He's grown up now, and he was telling me mm. what he was experiencing when he was there with Michael Jackson. That he said he would they um, sang under a tree or something. I, 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 I might be saying it wrong. And he they pretended to get married, like he married to him. I was thinking, what the fuck? That sounded mm. psychotic. I'm like, and now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Michael Jackson, man, you, you damn psycho fan. Like I'm thinking, who would? I don't even know um, it kind of creeped me out and then when they saw mm-hmm. little and then you know it's like I haven't seen pictures of Michael Jackson in a long time I know and then when I saw images of him pop up again I was just like oh my gosh he does look like a pervert <laughs> that sounds bad uh, to mind but I can see it now because when that little boy but that grown man speaking about when he was a child when he used to go there mm-hmm. and um, talk about what he experienced being what did they call it was it Neverland or Neverland, Never- Neverland yeah. and what he experienced and so I was like oh my gosh it was a bit uncomfortable to be honest like, oh, I don't even know what to say. Just, I don't know. Michael Jackson to me, he'll always be a legend for his music. He is talented. But if, but then hearing these other stories come out, it makes you feel like, did he? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm just saying? It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, uh, it's always going to be a touchy subject, especially because it is obviously to do with children. Yes. Um, but it's nothing, again, like the R. Kelly situation, it is nothing new. Yeah. And there has been many, many yes. people coming forward. Of course. And, you know, he was tried and he went to court a lot for this, but was always either acquitted or things were settled outside of court. Yeah. Uh, so it's not surprising. It's really not surprising as much as people want to deny it. I don't, I still don't know if you have to watch the, the documentary. To see if, yeah. Um, but it wouldn't be a surprise. But yeah, so two men, uh, James Safechuck, uh, age 40, and Wade Robson, 36, mm-hmm. um, are both alleging that Michael Jackson did indeed abuse them yeah. as young children. 
Mr. Safechuck claims that a year after meeting on the set of a Pepsi advertisement, yeah. Jackson staged a mock wedding with yeah, the boy. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. He was talking about yeah, that wedding, yeah. And gave him jewelry in return for sex acts. <gasps> um, he recently did an interview on uh, some American news program and went on to say that some sex acts were um, the teaching of masturbation uh, and oral sex uh, being performed on both of them. That's what they allege. Uh, director Dan Reed also explores the aftermath of the alleged abuse uh, through extensive interviews with the accuser's families. Now, mm-hmm. this is... Um, Wild and confusing simply because these two men have previously been in court and given statements where they have outright said, no, this did not happen years ago when it was when it, when when it was all happening. Yeah. Uh, so obviously people are now like, oh, so why oh. are you doing it? Is it for money? Is it yeah. for why are you doing it? And they just said, you know what? After like the training that Michael gave us, like they were say, one of the um, gentlemen said that whilst we were doing this, like, doing these sexual acts at this young age, Michael would say, oh, this is how we show each other we love each other. Um, and we can't tell anyone this, though, because we will both, our lives will be ruined and we'll never see each other again and both of us will go to prison. <gasps> and he would say that to them all the time. So, so like, obviously, them. But they were gr- grown by this point. And who knows why? Like I said, like, again, if this is, if this is true if the allegations are correct, then it goes back again to Word of the Week and he's like, you know what? Sometimes you, you, it's hard to say things mm-hmm. that are honest and it might leave you in a shitty position in the media yeah. or whatever. You know, Michael Jackson, true or not, it's a fact he was a powerful man. Yeah. Very, very, very powerful man. Uh, so, and as sh- men, it... And I don't even know whether they're straight or gay or bi or whatever, yeah. where they are on that spectrum. But as a white man who, I'm, like I said, I don't know what they are, to come forward and be like, yes, I was giving head to Michael Jackson when I was 70. It's a very difficult thing to say. Yeah, Let alone from the fact that you were being abused and it, might, it traumatizes you. you. Yeah. So you don't know. But um, obviously, um, uh, people are... Denying it, the big diehard fans, Michael Jackson fans. Same, I am, yeah. I am a, a Michael Jackson fan. Uh, but again, you know, it's just hard to turn a blind eye to these constant things. And it keeps popping up. And if you it don't does, know do you know what on. I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, the US Weekly's critic, uh, Mara Rainstein, said that she felt sick to her stomach after watching the first part of this documentary. And that she said she believed that accounts in the film were credible. Um, Michael Jackson obviously is always... Uh, repeatedly denied all of these claims that he ever abused children uh, and the late singer's family have said that the allegations in Leaving Neverland amount to uh, public lynching. Um, So this is out in the UK um, at 9pm on Wednesday, the 6th of March, and then the second part is on Thursday, the 7th of March, and this is going to be on Channel 4. Uh, it's even been an uproar that Channel 4 like having it on and stuff like that. But I think we need th- th- these things. Obviously, if they're true, yes. Uh, but it's hard. Like, what do we know? What do mm-hmm. we know? Like, <sighs> it's mad. I don't want to think it is true, and I still don't know because I haven't really sat and really thought. I've watched, we've all watched documentaries or yeah. read headlines. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know either. It was it was just when when he the boy was explaining the young I keep saying boy, but the the man mm. who was explaining what happened to him when he was younger. It was just like oh my gosh when you when you hear it come out like when he when I don't know when he spoke out loud about it. I was I was in shock, but yeah, I was so confused and I was like, is it true? But then I was like. Mm. Maybe it's not true. Then I'm thinking, I don't know. You know when you like one foot in, one foot out? Because as you said, they they had the chance to come clean years back and now they're old now and they're coming forward with it. We don't know if they're just saying this to get paid or they're saying yeah. this to get like attention. But we don't know. I can't really say that because it's what, how they experience it. Some people handle it differently. Maybe at the mm. time they're like, I can't be honest, I'm scared. But now they're grown men and they think, nah, I need to be clean about what we experienced. So I can't really speak on that because I haven't like experience anything like that and I don't want to experience anything like that because that is traumatising and some people handle it differently Mm. but I don't know if he actually did that Michael Jackson Mm. I'll be I'll I'll watch that this week yeah when is it coming out do you know Uh, today yeah we said so it's 9pm on channel 4 Wednesday Wednesday. the second part the next oh, day. so it's two parts. Okay, I'm definitely watching that. Oh, this is definitely the year of the documentary. I know because even I get oh that little blood dart. I hope not. I really, I don't even know what to think yeah. anymore because, as you said, it's becoming so like normal now in a yeah. way. Like it's everyone's coming out saying they and I, I don't know. It's freaky. Mm. I'm gonna watch that. Um, of course, it's gonna be tailored in a mm. way that makes us believe that it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just about watching it with her, some kind of open mind, which I think I do have. And then, yeah. You know, I think in my head, you know, all these famous people, a lot mm-hmm. of them, like R. Kelly, the whole pervert thing. And then there's one about Bill Cosby. Yeah. And I'm at Michael Jackson. And, and there's a lot of famous people out there that's doing things to, to young kids, girls, females, whatever, women, men. And it just would like, I'm thinking, do you think it's something to do with the fame? Do you think the fame's gone to head and made no. them turn into a little no, book club? No, 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 I don't think. Like, I'm thinking most of these people are famed with this doing nasty shit. You I know don't what I'm trying to it's say? It's, it's, it's an illness. Uh, sometimes it is pure evil. Yeah, uh, And it comes down to, well, well we, don't, we don't know why, really. Some people just like kids. Fucking disgusting motherfuckers. But then you've got to pity them. Like, I would hate. Like, sexual preference is not a choice. It's mm-hmm. not. People don't like... Obviously, society and things like that may... Um, no, I don't think it's... No, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Sexual preference is not a choice. <laughs> and unfortunately, for like people that like same sex, there's a difficulty for that. But imagine like liking kids. No, that's disgusting. You cannot change that. Like, that's, that's really that's, wrong. You've got to feel sorry for that. And they need, they need no, that's help. that's really wrong. That's really wrong. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Ugh. Oh Jesus, God, that's scary. But yeah, well, yeah, that's that. That's that's the that on the that. <laughs> to be honest, so we're gonna watch that and then see what happens. Have a little it. discussion and see Def- what, yeah. what it does. But um, yeah, Ugh, wow. Trying to think of anything else interesting um has happened this week. No, I think you've studied everything. Like, honestly, yeah, I think you have. I don't remember. I think there's something else. Meh. It's not. It's not relevant enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was important. It sh- well, shows you what important to be talking exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> well, that is it for Miles Measures yeah. this week. Okay, guys, it's time for yes with cash. Okay, I need to just point this out. I had mm-hmm. a few people, had a few messages. Some funny ones. It was funny. First message: someone messaged me about the last episode about shallow like being it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, and I'm not gonna lie. I told you, does one girl even um, agreed with me about she wanted someone on the um, the same level? Like someone's she's busy. She has um, she's studying. No, she's not studying. She said she has a degree and everything. Is she one um, of the questions? Yeah, one of the questions. Remember, oh, I said she. Um, she um, I didn't know saying. I don't know if she sent it in or something, but she said. Um, she kind of relates to what I was saying. I was like, oh, goose, I thought you just think I'm shallow. She said, no, there's nothing wrong. She was like, she has standards. Every time she's going on a date, she expects a guy. She doesn't expect a guy, but she would she would appreciate a guy to be going towards a girl, have a car, life. It's basically what she has. Because, mm. she, of course, she's not living a high life, but she's trying to aim for that. And if a mm. guy she's dating is like backwards, why would she want to go backwards to date someone who's not going forward? So of I could, course. Yeah, and, I, and listen, when she said that, I was like, Anna, I thought, you thought I was shallow. She's like, no, Cash, you really shallow. It was so funny. We had the conversation. I was like, girl. I don't know if you wanted me to big you up, say your name, but anyway, you was funny. You made me laugh. And um, this topic for, let me get into the segment. Um, one of my um, female followers, she's a mother as well. She even said that she wanted me to speak more about um, being a mum and my journey onto it because she's going through a type of stress right now. Um, I won't say your name. And um, she just found that she's pregnant um, again. Mm-hmm. But it's with a different man, not the same baby daddy. She went through okay. stress with the first one and then now a second one, he's... It's in and out. She didn't know if he's going to stay or whatever in it. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I understand. And then, of course, her mum is giving her stress about it because she's allowed another man to come in, breed her, and not be girl? there. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, I understand. And then she was like, how she make, as she said, I make um, being a mum look easy. I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's, I went through some shit. <laughs> like, um, I went through a lot of stuff. If I could tell you my whole pregnancy story, guys, I don't know if you can hit, handle it. You might be like, damn, did a damn. I even wrote a blog post on my pregnancy mm-hmm. and everything. So I just wanted to, um, like I've got it here on my blog post, but I'm just improvising and read, um, tell you the real facts about my journey of my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as a, let's go to word of the week, be honest. And that's going to be honest with you guys. My pregnancy wasn't easy. I'll be honest. Um, I felt pregnant at 19. Mm-hmm. And, and I was in my second year of uni, guys. Um, and there were times where I would f- forget uni and just go over to my son's dad's house just to, to have fun, just whatever, whatever in it. And I, I kind of felt like, um, you know, when you're dating someone, you, you kind of lose yourself in the process mm-hmm. and you kind of allow them to... Um, what they're they're what they're doing, you can allow them to put it on yourself. Like you're you're trying to go forward, you're trying to improve your life. Mina, and then, huh? Mina, I ain't, you no, ain't doing that to me. No, not like that, but more like you're in love and you you act or giddy and love. Stupid. Just shut up. Love. I know this my story, Lord. You just like love to, already. Yeah, um, there's no, not with this guy. I mean, at the time of the oh, pregnancy, right. my okay. my oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. son's dad. I was a bit giddy and stupid, and then um, mm. yeah, and I basically fell pregnant at 19, guys. Um. My mum is a strict Jamaican woman. She envisioned all her daughters to go to uni, get your degree, work hard, get your car, get your house, where before the whole mm. baby thing in it. But of course, Standard. I um, it's a normal thing, yeah. And I, of course, had my license, had the car, and everything like that. I, I was almost there. I just kind of skipped a few steps and got read up. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> it's actually awkward talking about this, you know. But I'm being honest because people want to hear my pregnancy story because they think I don't. I make it look easy, but I don't make it look easy because I'd be going through some stress. I experience depression. I experience heartache. I experienced things where I felt like I wanted to run away. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I'm going to get emotional, sorry. Oh, baby, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
it's even talking about, I don't really talk about this because this is a part of uh, my life that I try to seal away because it was hard especially when you have a family that you thought wouldn't be supportive yeah when um I um had my son Cyrus and that day that whole experience kind of flipped my whole world upside down mm-hmm. as soon as my mum found out I was pregnant I was planning to run away with my wow. um, son's dad I was planning to disappear and don't come back just do on the run just on the run I remember feeling- <laughs> I don't care for you on the run <laughs> Baby, yeah. as long as I'm next to you. It was, <laughs> you're such a glamour. Basically that. But then, of course, I think I had to go back home. And I, I was thinking if I did run away and it didn't work out my son's dad, I'll be left alone without no family, mm-hmm. raising a child by myself in some next part of the city or wherever I end up in it. So I was like, you know, let me go home and speak to my mum about it. Mm. <laughs> well, she wasn't happy. Um, about it at all she wasn't I got cussed every bad word in the book she called me a little blood clot little blood trifling everything you can think of I got cussed out and then I was like why am I gonna really endure this because I'm thinking I can't hear this for the rest of my life like I can't it's it's too much and I went through so much stress um Cyrus was my when during my pregnancy he was really um he didn't get enough nutrients from me because I didn't eat I was stressed and he was um, scaling at a small scale he was um, coming up small and at a certain degree in the pregnancy you should be at a certain um, rate but he wasn't pushing to that because I was stressed and I was the way I was harming myself I was also harming Cyrus and that was not good at all so then um, eventually my mum started coming around even though slowly but shortly but it was stress and of course um, and then it came to giving birth Um, I had a beautiful baby boy Everything yeah. was, and he is doing so well. And so he just growing up gracefully. But during that period, my son's dad, he decided to do his own thing, disappear <laughs> and do, be, do little, be, yeah, be a little trifling, do his business. And um, basically he wanted me to accept his cheating ways while we was together. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 that doesn't work. If we're not together, that's fine, but be there for your son. But of course he didn't want to do that. And it kind of went downhill from there. And stuff like that. And then now, years down the line now, my son's almost seven. I know, almost seven, fuck. Well, not almost seven, seven by the end of this year. I've been a parent to a child for seven years, guys. And even to this day, I'm still sometimes stressed, counting my little change, finding, oh, when am I going to have some free time? But then I realise it does get easier, guys. The first few months of life is hard because you, you have to deal with no sleep, um, um, stress levels you have to deal with getting up every night you have to deal with not having a social life anymore so I'm going to tell you even when you become a parent guys mm-hmm. you can actually see who your true friends are some people won't even stay around anymore some people just change and disappear and that and that's normal I won't force no one to stay in my life or my son's life it or anyone's down, life I feel like sorry to yeah, I feel yeah, like that right. comes down to yeah. love yeah because uh, obviously there's not you don't love someone just because you do intimate nice things mm. in bed or on the floor or in the car or wherever you want to do nice things you can love god you can love children you can love your friends you can love everyone and when you love someone after watching a red tabletop after that whole jordan thing i mm-hmm. watched a few yeah and it love pretty much one of its uh meanings is you are willing and you do put up with people's baggage shit yes. or whatever so if your friends or family or whoever 
when you've got this new baggage being your child or this new things, if they really love you, they will be there and help you put yes. up with it, help you through it, yes. help be there to to take it on board as well. Mm-hmm. If people don't love you, then they are going to leave of course you know it's true and I lost people along the journey of that but then of course there was times where I did feel like oh my gosh what about me what about my life now I felt like it was over in it I felt like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh this is it I'm just a mum that's what I saw myself as but then I was like what kind of what kind of motivation is this I kind of realized I kept putting all the negativity on myself I kept thinking I wasn't good enough I kept thinking this is how it's supposed to be I remember people used to say the same thing to me this is it your life's over this is all you're gonna become you're not gonna become nothing to be a mum but then I said no I didn't I didn't want this for myself I don't want to go down that same so I ended up going back to uni I ended up getting that degree I ended up saving up I ended up starting doing writing that's when I started Mm. writing again started blogging about life whatever any type of thing I was feeling and I started to go after a goal that I set for myself I'm not gonna lie if I could go back to who I was at 16 where I had more ambition I had more strive I had more belief in myself then I'll be grateful for that but now I'm 26 I can't still be imagining to be a 16 year old when I'm not 16 anymore I'm 26 Mm. so even though my dreams are not exactly the same but doesn't mean I'm not working towards something else. Mm-hmm. And that goal, I might, I might not get there today, tomorrow, who knows, but I'm going to get there eventually. And Amen. I know as soon as I had a son, um, as soon as I became a mum, getting to my goal, the journey, I'm not going to have to become a bit longer than I expected because I'm not just trying to make it on my own. I'm making it with me and my son. Mm-hmm. So we come as a pair. And people need to realise that you can't expect just because your um people can't expect just because you became a mom at a young age you you don't have any goals or dreams or aspirations to go after we all do and it and of course it doesn't happen overnight we're not going to get there by clicking our fingers you have to work hard sometimes you have to work double hard because i see some people who allow themselves to um to lay around do nothing allow themselves to get breeded once twice three times and and not do anything and and i've seen it and Mm. i've seen it and and then and what makes me laugh is when I'm not even trying to be rude. When I see mums try to play victim, like, oh, I don't have any me time or this, that, that. But I'm thinking you wanted to come, become a mum at a young age and you wanted to allow yourself to to have more kids and just lay around and do nothing. Don't be trying to... Like, I've seen it so many times and it irritates me. You can get up and still do something. You can get up and go after that goal. You didn't have to just think, this is it, I'm just a mum. You didn't have to think, oh, like, you just want people... Like, I'm, oh, gosh, it's so frustrating when I mm-hmm. see people think just because... Like, I, I'm a mum, but I don't let that... I'm not just... just I'm not just a mum. I'm cashmere. I'm a person that goes after something. That I'm a writer. I'm a scriptwriter. I'm now a podcaster and I'm doing the damn thing. Don't, because, don't be using a mum as... um facts of thinking oh i'm um, this is all i am i can't achieve that goal mm-hmm. have you not <laughs> what are you doing so i just I received a dead, that, but i'm know. just and it kind of irritates me and when like that with that girl when she messaged me like no of course i'm not for initiate what you said it was nice what you said i make it look easy that's that's a compliment but it felt like um like even though i make it look easy um it's not about making it easy i just have to get on with it that's what you have to do you have to just get on with it because this is the life we chose. We we decide to bring this life into the world and we have to take care of it. Mm-hmm. We have to go after certain goals. So when they are old enough, they can realise, oh, my mummy had me at a young age, but she never gave up. She went after that certain goal. She kept mm-hmm. growing through. She kept pushing through. She kept striving. So I think we need to stop looking down and down on ourselves, looking at ourselves, looking at other mums because they're having flash life, this, that, that, and this, that, that. They're not showing you their real reality. It's just the pictures that they're posting. They're showing yeah. you they're walking around heels and shopping bags. Secretly, as soon as they go 
go home they're taking up that heels they're going to cook that same meal the kids maybe start crying and bawling up the place pulling out here no mm. people are just going to show you what they want you to see I don't want you to respect my reality for your reality because it's not the same I may be posting flashy pictures and this that that because that's what I choose to post I could easily post pictures of when my son is giving me a headache or pulling out my hair like bawling like I could do that but I don't I don't need you not to see that part <laughs> like, <laughs> You don't have to see that, but I'm just telling you because it's stress. And if it's stress, we're going to stress you as well. But I'm just saying you don't have to see all that. And mm-hmm. and what I need you guys to do, or my young female followers, especially the young mums out there, I want you to sit down, to sit down by and re- reevaluate your life plan and reevaluate how you want your life to end up. Because right now you could be an 18-year-old young mum or 19, 20, 20, or my age right now, and you're still sitting there, f- still trying to evaluate something when you should have had a plan from the get-go. Okay, you're a mum. Mm-hmm. Did you want to go back to school after you became a mum? Did you have a plan to do it? Or did you want to stay at home, mum? That's up to you. Then start a little entrepreneur business, start something online. Get get yourself motivated because when your child grows and looks and be like, oh, my mum didn't do much. She just stayed around, lazing around, doing nothing. You don't want your child to see that. You want them to be like, okay, my mum had me at younger but she still went after a certain goal she still went after a certain dream it's good to have yeah. something to work towards because if we don't we're going to lose our mind we're going to go crazy and think is this all that we are is that all that we, we we was meant to be no we're meant for bigger and better things like but that young lady who messaged me I really appreciate what you said it did make me feel good yeah. but at the same time I'm thinking I don't need to mistake my reality for yours or how I'm pers- I'm this Instagram social media is a place where you can make fake it to you make it like people do that mate you have to post it trust me (laughs) trust me some people will be online living different yeah no there's something I'd be lying they'd be lying with them all of a sudden the bill comes and they'd be looking at Instagram posts looks like they could cover the bill yeah, for everyone yes. at the table. Yes. And then in real life, hey. Then it made me kind of pay for their meal. Miles, Miles could you transfer me? <laughs> <laughs> Miles, stop it. No, it's true. Oh, I so forgot don't... my card, you know. <laughs> <gasps> Someone used that on me one time. And I was like, well, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Apple Pay, bitch. Put your phone up to that tip. It's true, Sorry, guys. On, no, it's true. So I don't want you to mistake because I'm a single mom and I'm getting on it and I'm going to these little Screen Nation Awards, this event. This is this is this is a highlight for me, and I've had it in a long time, and I'm I'm happy that I'm Aww. experiencing something like this. So I don't want you to mistake what I'm doing for something. Oh my gosh, Cashman's doing it best. She's just almost oh, she's a mom. She's doing everything. No, no, I'm not doing everything. I'm trying to do everything, which is great, but. I ain't doing everything, everything. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, if I could travel the whole world and just not give a damn, like, oh my gosh, I wish I could, but I have to count these change. We have, <laughs> I have to, to count these pennies. Like, we before to. I had to come there, I'm there counting how they've got enough change to take me to, to studio today to record. Mate, these That's what I'm Yes, they help me, like, yeah. get nice body. Mm-hmm. But also, babes, it's not. I can't do eat out every day. No, it's true. Financial things as well. It's true. Trust me. Even when I'm at work and it's lunch break, I have to count little change or maybe bring something from home. Because I'm just saying, you have to save the little change for something because you're gonna need it for something. You're gonna need it to buy your child something. You could do nugs for a fact. I don't like sometimes parents. You understand? You have a little chocolate for yourself in it. This gonna sound so mean, but I wait till my son goes to sleep sometimes just to enjoy that chocolate by myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry because he be, you you have to become selfless. Like you can't even become selfish anymore when you have children because you have every, what is yours is theirs and what's yours is mine. That saying that they say, but I just want to say to the young mums out there, please, please 
go after the goal that you set for yourself before you had kids because even though yes you're a mum but you're still that same woman you was before you had your child because you you can you have to pave a way for your child so they can continue the empire that you started so it can bring it on to generations to generations and to the young lady that messaged me thank you for the lovely words that you said and your situation I hope it improves trust me I went for a certain situation with my mum but I'm, I promise you I promise you when that child is born that that hatred and anger that she's carrying towards actually maybe it's not hatred sorry I mistake it that whole like hatred towards the situation I meant to say mm-hmm. of what happened she's going to realise you know it's a blessing in disguise that child could be the next um, president could be the next baller could be the next genius you don't know could be the next what's his name Jordan Joshua Beckford you don't know mm-hmm. you could be birthing the next prime minister so just look just look all the good possibilities I know that your mum still loves you she still cares she's just angry every parent's like that <laughs> But I really hope you enjoyed this little segment, guys. It's just for you, all the young mums out there. Of course, to my young black queens as well. But the young mums who think like they, this is it, their life's over. It's not. It's only just beginning. I hope you enjoyed this today, guys. Nice things. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey guys, uh Thank you for listening to those adverts. Uh, they keep us in the studio, giving you guys what you need to succeed, to laugh, to relate to, whatever. So, yeah. So it's time for the segment, Get the Belt. Yes. Who did your belt go to this week? Basically, guys, I don't know. You, okay. People who are South Londoners. Um, Go off, sis. Get that belt. No, I'm just really, I don't know. I'm disturbed because it's like it's getting worse now. People, okay, South London know about Brixton. There's an area called Loughborough in Brixton, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, near where I live. And okay, um, something happened, I think it was this week. Yeah, a couple of days ago, actually. Um, a young, there's a youth club right next to, near my house. 
basically, from looking at the news, it was it took so long to be released because, of course, they're so used to these situations. It wasn't important enough to put in the news, in it. And then, basically, a young boy, well, he's not young, 23 years old, basically was playing tennis, table tennis, inside the youth centre. And these two two youths came in and just stabbed him in front of all these youngsters and stuff like that. Oh, and it just seems like... I don't know. Like, it's just getting bad. It's getting... It's not bad. It's just... I don't know how to explain it. It's just... Like, I understand youth centres. Youth centres are made to keep young people off the street. But I'm there thinking, why Why isn't it, like, like secured properly kind of thing, isn't it? They should... If someone's going to create a youth centre, it should be for youths where they should come there to um, let off steam, have fun, enjoy other um, young people, enjoy other people's opinions and whatever, whatever. It doesn't always have to lead to someone dying. I don't understand that. Youth centres should be a place where you should feel comfortable and feel safe. People who create these things need to realise whoever they allow in there, they should be checked over and know that they're they're not going to come and cause any harm or cause Mm. any deaths to anyone. Because I'm there thinking, you bring your child goes and be like, mom, I'm coming out. And then you find out he's dead. Like, I don't understand. If he's at a youth centre, like, I understand a roadside, but a youth centre, people run up in there. I don't know what the situation was in general. Maybe he was gang related. Who knows? That's their situation. But I'm saying the situation in general. A youth club is supposed to be somewhere for young youths to go and just stay off the streets that be safe and have fun and just be in good company like this space should have been secured like what kind of person would just allow any people riffraff to come off of the street and allow someone to get stabbed right in front of them like i'm thinking these like most of the people in there were like younger kids like 15 16 imagine witnessing that mom i'm going to youth center i'll be right back and then coming home be like mom i just want someone getting stabbed and died in front of me like you know what i'm trying to say like mm. a youth center honestly if you're going to create youth centers like create it properly like have dress codes let people search people down properly pad them down make sure you come in with a normal t-shirt and normal jacket no hoodies no nothing and know that it's safe if you're going to create a youth center where it's open for everyone people are going to die there every single day it's not safe why why create things like this especially in a black community where there's always going to be gang people around, hoodlums, it's, it's, dr- drama's going to always be. But I don't understand it. People are dying all the time. Mm. He's basically the 30th, wait, no, 13th person in the UK to die in 2019. Like, I don't understand. Ugh. I don't understand what is going on. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I don't, like, like, I can't explain. Like, he, I'm not going to lie, his news was even putting on the news. Like, he basically is died. It? He got stabbed, I think it was when or Thursday last week. And it wasn't even shown to, like, when I checked it, finally saw it on Sunday or, my, or Saturday night. Uh, like, it was never, because it's, they're so used to it now. It was yeah. so common. No one cares. Because it's like, I don't, oh, I don't understand. I really don't understand. Like, but I'm thinking, what kind of child... What kind of human would have the decency to go and just kill someone and just think and go home and be laughing with their friends? Forget, yeah, yeah, just kill. Like, why though? What, what, what kind of person, what kind of human being would have that? Like, that's a dark soul, man. You are some angry human beings who can have no, like. And what, what happened to fighting with fists? What happened with fighting like yeah. a man? Why does that have to lead to someone dying? Why does someone get knocked out and that's it? Have have a conversation. Yeah, or something like that. Why does that have to lead to someone words? always Everyday dying? Violence, that's man, what I'm saying. Sake. Like I don't understand. I really don't like. Oh, the the people that's getting about the the youths that killed that young man and the people of the youth center. Like you guys just allow any riffraff and foolish to come up inside there. Like I don't understand that. Look, I bet they're gonna open it again and allow the same shit to happen again, and someone else is gonna die. Like I don't understand. <sighs> 
Like, I don't, like, th- honestly, these people don't care. Like, if the kid of all the black community dies, the white people is going to be like, this is fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's going to be white, good. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, mm. why? It's going to be cool, all the black people dead, we don't have to deal with that shit. Like, I'm thinking, why? Why does it keep happening? I don't understand. Oh, my gosh. Thoughts and prayers go out to the family of the boy that was taken from us too early because of... Foolishness. Foolishness, yeah, man, cha. Like, even when I drove past that, I saw flowers out near the tree and this woman standing there crying. Maybe that was someone, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, why? Why do we have to keep dying? And then it's funny, what makes me laugh is they're always like, black lives matter. But we're black people. We're killing off our own black people. Why, though? Why? <sighs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Go on, Miles. Who do you give it to? Uh, mine is. Oh, I'm just so tired of violence. Like, I, I really can't comprehend. Like, I've been young. I wasn't in good environments when I was young. Like, I was homeless, living it from going from like shelters to hostels. Didn't have a family around me. I was by myself. But I. And there was times when I got into beef with people and I was around like certain gang shit and saw some things. But I never thought like that was just never me. I don't know what was in people's heads or what was not in their brains Mm -hmm. or hearts to be doing this. You just don't think that they're not thinking long term and I don't think they're thinking at all. Oh, fucking Mm. long, man. Please stop this. Anyway, my... um, my belt this week is going to a situation which is happening right now. So um, a picture was put up uh, by a a journalist by the name of Stacey Dooley of her, on her Instagram to do with Comic Relief. And it was her with a young child uh, out in Uganda. Now, there was a backlash and I think Rightly so, um, because it's it's also with comic relief. She was out there doing good work, mm-hmm. great work. But unfortunately, what comic relief does, and it does it every single year, and it does it so well, is it maintains, reinforces, and has it perpetuates the idea that Africa and other black countries are this hideous, in dire need of help mm. and shitty ass countries in, mm. in, in 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 as Donald Trump would say what well, um shit yeah shitty countries and it's like raw yes africa may need help but so does england like yeah we have kashmir just gave the belt regarding like the stabbings and sh- yeah. and shit like there's other countries that need help A- A- america Meant to be the greatest city, city, um, make, uh, <laughs> America's meant to be that the greatest country ever, allegedly. Flint still doesn't have running water that is safe to drink. Mm. But Comic Relief, what it does every single year is give the idea that Africa is this shithole mm. that needs a white face or a celebrity face and, and, and it just perpetuates the idea that it's just, it's a, it's a wild jungle where people are uncivilized. Yeah. And, you know, that's not the case. I really love what, you know, charities do. And I think that sending money over and sending help is good. But I feel like we need to change the narrative and we need to change what the media are putting out there. Go there, comic relief. But you can, <clears throat> you don't have to 
it's almost like they have this template of, right, we need a child with a pot belly, a fly in his eye, <laughs> and get a, a, a light-skinned or white person, yeah. take picture, and no, like, go there. How about get voices? How about give... How about get people out there in, in these countries that also have a voice, an intelligent, educated voice, yeah. more so often than many of the people that I know in this country, and get them on the camera and go, do you, and let's hear their voices, let's hear their opinions, see what they think. Because it's not, it's not this old school colonial idea of Africa is dated mm-hmm. and it's wrong and it is racist in yes. a sense that it puts, it makes them seem like savages. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the case. That is really not the case. So many of my friends and family members have been to Africa this year and turned up and they didn't stay in mud huts. I know. And they didn't, they drank water cleaner than the, the water th- that people are drinking out in Flint. Like, they were turning up in nice clubs, eating nice food. They were having nice times. That does not go to, that does not negate the fact that Africa still has places and countries within the continent yeah, yeah. that need help. But everyone needs help. I'm just sick and tired of this narrative that constantly gets pushed of this savage Africa because yeah. Dar is not the case okay mm-hmm. and there was a little argument between her and David Lammy um, regarding uh, the p- image that was put out and Stacy was like oh is it just because I'm white and he was like uh- no it's not it's he said um, I do not write The first tweet from David was, the world does not need any more white saviors. As I've said before, this just perpetuates tired and unhelpful stereotypes. Let's instead promote voices from across the continent of Africa and have a serious debate. Mm -hmm. Um, I completely fucking agree. And then she then went on to say, um, is it because I'm white? Maybe you should. She said, David, is the issue with me being white? Genuine question, because that if that is the case, you could always go over there and try and raise awareness. He then replied saying, this isn't personal. I don't question your good motives. And I agree. It's not about the fact that you're helping. It's not about the fact that you're white. To a certain extent, I think it is. It's the images and the media that is put out there that continue yeah. this narrative that makes the whole of the UK, especially the, the U, not the whole of the UK, but many people in the UK still look at Africa and think, oh, bless these blacks. They really don't have nothing. We do. Yes. There's just some places that don't. Yes. There's poverty here. I go to work in central London every single day. Zone one, the capital of big, big England. Yeah. Yes. And I see so many people, homeless, homeless people. people. No, it's Beggars, people with drug problems, people are getting like to this day, like stabbed, like it's dangerous here and it's savage here as well. But the only time, the only images they ever push, push, push are these mud huts and and people dying, dying. Of course, we know that that's why you're going to let's help. But how about someone uh, uh, during this um, comic relief or other times in the year, we promote the Africa that is beautiful, that you go to see. Loads of people this year went back to a country in Africa called Ghana to do nice things. Yes, Ghana is beautiful. Nice, nice thing. I really want to go there. Again, people were shocked, like, oh my God, it's built up. Yes, babe, we've got buildings and bricks there yes. too, hun. It's not everyday mud mm, hut. Mm. So my belt just goes to uh to the continuous uh reinforcement of how 
Africa is lesser when, in fact, yes, it needs help, but it's great and it's beautiful and it's rich. Yes, yeah. there are still problems there, even with like the elections and everything that's going on now in Nigeria. They're taking a step forward. I'm still yet to do read and research about it, but I know there's corruption there. There's corruption here. Look at your big girl, Theresa May. Look at your big pussy clap prime minister because she's not mine. <laughs> I'm dead. She's fucked up too. But that's not the narrative that gets pushed of London. Yes. People of London, people um, that live outside the UK see London, see the Great Britain and they think, oh, you know, cups of tea and nice things and that's because of the media. It's for a yes. white co- country. They are not for Africa. So mm-hmm. my, 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 um, my yes. belt goes to not... Not necessarily comic relief because you know they have raised money. And again, I don't know the ins and outs of where it goes, but it's more to the fact of the how, fact how they're yeah. how mm-hmm. are, how they're feeding yes. this colonial, primitive, racist, and dehumanizing idea and yeah. image of what Africa is because yeah. that is not, not de- that's not the case. It's trust that's me. not the case. Okay, so that's <laughs> my beating this month, this week even. <laughs> That's my bell. Ah. Ah, well, that's it for another week of Get yes. the Bell. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's mm-hmm. been fun. It's yes. been deep. It's been nice things. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you guys have any... We didn't do questions this week because, again, I've got to rush off now to um, the Black British Theatre Awards, which starts at four o'clock, I think. Oh, yeah. nice things. Nice things, baby girl. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so next week, if you guys want to get your question read out yes, uh, on anything, our show, guys. Mm-hmm. Send, us a, send us your question in at contact at getthebeltpod.com. Mm-hmm. If you have any views or if you feel like you want to nominate someone for Melanin Magnificence, Magnificence, if you know yes. someone that's doing bits and bobs and deserves recognition, please let us know. Or someone who needs a good beating. How about a that? A good belt buckle beat. Yes, let us, let us know, know. So we can read it out <laughs> on the show. Thanks for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this. And don't forget to subscribe mm-hmm. and check out us on all our socials as well at Get The Belt Pod. And as Mal said, don't forget to send your questions in. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh, anything else to add before we leave? Oh, and one more thing, guys. Don't forget yeah. to purchase our merch. Oh, yeah. Yes, our jumpers that get the belt. No. Don't they all say get the belt on the, the back. Oh, they all say get the belt on the back. And Mel and Magnificence, that one's cute. Oh. And <laughs> you want Miles Ferret saying nice things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mate, get yourself oh a nice little nice things hoodie. Yeah, why not? <laughs> nice things. <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Get the Belt. I've yes. been your host, Miles. Cashmere. And you've been listening to Get, get the, the Belt. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.